Welcome to Nerd vs. World, episode 21, The Hunger Nerds, Catching Fire. Ooh. <laughs> the name will be self-explanatory in the second half of the show. Well, to be fair, it's probably been explained in the show notes before they've hit play. That's but. true, actually. I mean, we probably tweeted about it considerably this week, too, Indeed. as well. It's no surprise, but we have the wonderful, I do mean that genuinely, wonderful Megan Hayes as our interview for the second half of the show, so stick around for that. But, for now, how are we doing, folks? Stuff! Yes, all good. All good, mate, yes. You recovered from Thor 2 screenings yet? Thor 2 was absolutely fantastic. I have not enjoyed myself at the cinema like that for so long. It was brilliant. I am massively... I'm going to see it on Wednesday, so by the time the show comes out, I will have seen it too, and may well and may well do a review. We'll see how it goes. We'll see. But this is like... This is... Just to define the context of how good it was, before the film started, I was starting to get quite angry. Because it took over 40 minutes to go from lights down to feature start. Dear Lord. Yeah. There was so many adverts, including... A sneak preview of Desolation of Smog. Not not even a sneak preview, but like a trailer introduced by the cast. And the same again for Gravity. But what really got me was there was an advert for an app called Cinemy, Mm -hmm. which actually encouraged you to be on your phone during the movie. Uh, Okay, that's... But they tell you to turn your phones off. But they don't. The the EE advert with Kevin Bacon doesn't have anything about switching your phone off anymore. Okay, it's just, it's like... What what cinema chain was that? I was at The View. I went to The, the View in Worcester. Because Cineworld's still doing that. Cineworld's yeah, still yeah. saying turn your phones off. Yeah. Nope. It's an app called Cineme, which has a little quiz, and you, it gives you some quizzes during the trailers, and it says to get more out of the film, play along. But remember to put your phone on silence. I'm thinking, remember to put your phone up your fucking ass if you're going to be playing along for a quiz. I do not want that. And so, so I was a bit... I was. So the fact that I kept having that advert and like it kept dragging and it kept lights going down, ends of ads, and you think, oh, now it's the film. Then back up with something else. I was just like, slowly, <laughs> slow. I was, yeah, I was, I was, I was slowly hulking out. But then Thor two came and it was amazing, and I left the the theater with just such a huge grin. Marvelous. It's a wonderful film, and uh, it's one of the better Marvel universe movies. Okay. Cool. Uh, it's not quite Avengers, and it's not quite Iron Man. What it but shouldn't it's be? The... No, in terms of how right, much okay, I rate got the you. films, got you. Uh, I'd say Avengers and Iron Man, the original Iron Man, is still the best. But this is like close second, mm. and I really enjoyed Captain America, and I really enjoyed Hulk as well. So, but you enjoyed the, Hulk, the Incredible Hulk, the remake, the second one. Did not, you? Yeah, mm. I quite liked it. Mm. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> It's not the Ang Lee one. I did not no, like the Ang Lee one at all. No, 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 no one does. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I kind of like the the remake of Hulk. Yeah. Okay. Hulk. The last but he's thirty my fa- seconds of it where they find Thor's hammer. He's my favourite. Yeah. Hulk is probably my favourite. He's my favourite character. Yeah, you know, like the Hulk's yeah, great, but I just I, I just wasn't that impressed with that no. film. 
I thought didn't think Edward Norton did anything particularly impressive in it. Oh well, it's their own, I guess. But no, Thor two, fantastic. So you'll fucking love that. I, I'm really looking forward to it. I'm seeing it on Wednesday. And apparently, there's uh, a crossover coming up with Agents of Agent Shield, Shield and, yeah. and what happens in Thor. So yeah, see how the, that goes. the episode on the 19th of November is the crossover episode, and it's directed by Jonathan Frakes. Yes, indeed. Yes, so, yeah, I saw yeah. that. So yeah, like cool. all the Star Trek actors are getting into directing the. Well, it Jonathan like Frakes it, yeah. has been directing stuff for years. Like we've said about this on the show before, because oh, yeah, he was doing stuff like so. Legend, uh, not Legend, Leverage and stuff. He's always on because I think he was was he himself in Castle. And yeah, in, in, he this, in the sci-fi yeah. convention episode, yeah. which is still one of the greatest episodes yeah. of Castle ever. <laughs> oh, I don't know the the one the, the time travel one the other week is my new favorite oh, episode. With, um, yeah, with your man from Chuck. Yeah, that was genius. That was a brilliant episode. Have you seen the most recent Supernatural with Felicia Day? Uh, no, I haven't. No, no, no. I'm, I'm only like three episodes into this season of Supernatural so far. But it's a fantastic episode. You'll love that one too, I reckon. Cool. Uh, yeah. It's a real sort of bottle episode for the Men of Letters Lair. Okay. The Lair gets like a bit of a, a run out. The new Batcave. Yeah. Marvelous. <laughs> it's brilliant. But yeah, so that was that was the extent of my my thoughting experience. Was it managed to placate my bubbling nerd rage? But it, yeah, it contained it pretty nicely, to be fair. But it's a wonderful film, and it's really well done. That's uh, fine. So we, we need to take to the internet and protest about this this app, then, Cine oh, Me. Yeah, well, I, I yeah. did put up a big sort of Kevin Smith, Bob Chipman-esque sort of multi-tweet rant about it. Marvellous. Okay, we need more of those. Yeah. <laughs> but in, I know the times are changing, and maybe I'm just a bit of a stickler. But you should not be on your phone during a cinema screening. No, no you should not. I mean, it's, it's it's bad enough going to gigs and seeing people watching the gig through their phone. Yeah, yeah. that irritates the piss. Especially when they've got the phone in front of your face yeah. and you can't see the fucking band. Yeah. Indeed. And you want to slap the shit out of that iPhone. Yeah, I mean, I'm all right for you know somebody just taking up taking a picture and then putting it away again. Yeah. that's fine. But to watch the whole gig through your phone. When the band are there, it's just like, what the fuck? Enjoy the band. Indeed, yeah. You, you, I mean, you're tickets, not going to get famous from your footage. Tickets for lots of for these bands are, are not cheap. No. <laughs> you know, you're paying like upwards of 15, 20 quid to go and see someone. Why would you then watch the entire thing through your fucking phone? <laughs> Doesn't make any sense. Well, then people are dumb sometimes. Well, yes, it is true. More often than not, so it seems. But November is shaping up to be a really good month for films. I'm just hoping we get rid of this app. Indeed. So what else have we got? This uh, when? Oh, because well, Captain America Two is not till next year. Is That's it? next year. That's yeah. next year. Yeah, yeah. What else have we got coming up? Well, there's Gravity. There's that Gravity. I want to see. Yeah, gra- the, there's the trailers for that are, are kind of um, slightly misleading from what I've uh, read about the the film. Yeah. Yeah. Ever so. Yeah, because of. Uh, I suppose some of the cast of, of, of uh, how it's cast as well. I suppose, is it is it is it a horror? Is it a thriller? Is it a comedy? It's a, it's bit... a sci-fi. It's a sci-fi film. Yes, <laughs> yes. So I know, there's, no, no, there's no comedy elements about it. No, <laughs> it's a disaster movie. Which yeah, is what I'm saying. Yeah. The trailers are portraying that it could possibly the trailers be any one portray- of those I've not seen any comedy portrayed in any of the trailers for Gravity, dude. I'm sorry. Okay, maybe I find it <laughs> funny that other people don't. Then maybe you just <laughs> find really an amusing people it. trapped in space and dying. If I refer you back to episode one and idiots on Mars. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> yeah. No, that's gravity. Maybe it's just like, my sense of humour then, but yeah. <laughs> yeah, the thought of Sandra Bullock spinning away into the blackness of space does yeah. not 
make me laugh. <laughs> Maybe it's just you, your brain associates Sandra Bullock with rom-coms. It's just like, yeah. it must be a rom-com no, Sandra Bullock. It's <laughs> the tragic story of two lovers ripped apart by the, by the lack of gravity. She's been on a diet then. <laughs> That's on my must-watch list, I'm sorry. Yeah, no, it's yes, on my must-watch list. And then, of course, there is the, the Hunger Games. Catching Fire. Yeah, mm. which I am very much looking forward to. I mean, like, I was obviously late getting to the Hunger Games party. I think. Yes. That was yeah. uh, we documented that on the show that I hadn't watched it. Mm. And I went and s- I, I put it off. We put it off. But because I of the did back, it. Back yeah. Our connotations. Yeah. But you were the first ones to see it out of all of us, as I recall, because we, we didn't yeah, watch yeah. it until much later yeah. on. Well, I, and I came on one of the shows. Like, and I was just serious like, doubts about yeah, it. Yeah. Finally watched this film and. It, Everything I said about it is fucking amazing, mm-hmm. and it was brilliant. Did Megan watch it in the yes, end? Yes, yeah, Megan watched it. She was absolutely fine with it. She just got a bit upset when the little kid died. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. She was, really wasn't happy about that at all. But uh, yeah, but no, I really loved it. So I'm really looking forward to the second one as well. Mm. I think uh, I did do a bit of cheating on Hunger Games wiki, but I just wanted to know stuff. Well, if, if you want to cheat, read the books. <laughs> yeah. well, the, thing, the thing is, people got to add spoilers. The books are there. The thing is, I they're have, in charity shops now. Yeah, They've yeah, been out that I, long. I know. I just have a massive stack of reading to get through. Yeah, I mean, fair enough. This week as well, we see a new book come out, which I'm desperate to get, which is Raising Steam, the new Pratchett book for the Disney series. Yeah. So that's how yes. I'm, I'm still working my way through the last book of the Blade Itself trilogy from Jabba Crombie. So. Uh, the Last Argument of Kings. Mm. And have you uh, read Neil Gaiman's uh, Ocean at the End of the Lane? Oh, yeah, I read that. I read that yeah, like yeah. in a day yeah. after I got back from yeah. the signing in Bath. That yeah. book was just like, I couldn't put it down. Um, did you read Ready Player One in the end? I haven't. That's, uh, that's there to read at some point because yeah. yeah, I'll be catching up on my reading over the kind of Christmas period because I only have one uni module on now, so I've got yeah. a bit more time that I can actually read. Something that isn't comics. Yeah, and, and I've been I've been teaching here now as well, rather than just supervising the students, I've been doing some lectures. Who get you? Yeah, I know, you're right. I'm a lump. <laughs> Call me a lecturer. Yeah, yeah. Oh, dude, I, I I was very restrained when you put in some of the tweets on the other day, and I was like, no, must resist the urge to get dirt. So yeah, no, so I've been I taught a bit of ADR and I taught a bit of sound design. You're looking at you puzzled. ADR, <laughs> automated dialogue replacement. Yeah, no, no, no. It's like <laughs> particularly it's, automatic. It's not, I've never it's got automated, that. Automated, automated. Automated. It's not. It was more of a no. It's not a sports model of me. Right. Okay. I don't get how it's particularly automated either. Because you're going in and you're doing it. You're going in and you're sort of making the changes and re-recording the lines. So it's like the actors will come back into the studio yeah, with you, and and, the, and yeah, and they'll do the voiceovers with like watching the, watching the films that they can yeah. match the performance. I just I never got why it was called automated, because it's not particularly automated. Yeah, it, it, it's big. Well, you're not manually doing it, are you? Well, yes, the actors are actually manually yeah. no, doing no, it, but the, re- the, the they're, the not, they're not recording it. It's they're not going the ADR guys. Oh, okay. doing Clunk. the recording of it. Right, yes. it's just me being picky then. Oh, yes. probably. That's but we had to. Uh, <laughs> So I didn't know what to teach them, so I was just like, well, what, what do I teach them? So I got this clip from a trailer from an old movie called Death Watch with Andy Serkis. It's a World, world War... Yeah, mm. World, world War Zombie one. It's got Jamie Bell in it as yeah, well. Yeah, yes. So they were doing all the, uh, <laughs> the the lines from that trailer. Awesome. Yeah, there's there's one line that Andy Serkis shouts out from the trenches. He says, don't worry, I'm coming! I'm coming! I 
didn't realise how quite how filthy my students can make that line sound. <laughs> <laughs> but I managed. I got like I got all of my students to record that to re-record that piece of dialogue. <laughs> the entire class did it, and it was just like at the end of it, it was just like yeah. And there been some sound design. That was cool. So yeah, that's been on my reading list as well. I've been reading fucking tech manuals and sort of yeah. textbooks and stuff. But I will read the Hunger Games books because I've actually been drawn into this series, so I do want to read more because I'm sure the film's cut out some stuff. Yeah. More than likely. Quite a bit. So. so the question is now, have you had students give you apples or write love you on their eyelids yet? No. Um, I've had some cookies. Uh... When they sat around outside my office with pizza, I'll occasionally get a slice of pizza checked my way as well. Um, that's the one that fell, that's the, yeah, the, the slice that fell on the floor. <laughs> Here you go, Brendan. Yeah. Oh, well, yeah. can't be picky. Pick what you can get. No. No. Uh, no apples. And, and no love you written on the eyes. No. no. Yeah, right. no. Okay. Because uh, we realised the other week that uh, Megan had no idea who Indiana Jones was. Oh, okay. oh, I saw. I did actually see that status. Massive one. parenting yeah. fail. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I didn't know what to say. I, was so, just, I, was yeah. just, I thought I'd let that one go. We've, like, we, we, we've now watched the first one, and we've still got to do Temple of Doom and stuff. But yeah, you know what was funny about that is uh, I had Ariana over not so long ago, and we sat and watched Raiders of the Lost Ark together. <laughs> nice. That was an awesome father daughter moment. Yeah, I, she enjoyed it. She said that the that the melting Nazis were a bit rubbish. Her brother, <laughs> yeah, didn't scare her. No, we've got a completely new generation, dude. Fair enough. Yeah. <laughs> she just watched it and went, I, I can yeah. do better with a Barbie doll in a microwave. This is that scared the shit out of me when I was like, yeah. Come on, this is my daughter who sits watching Bones while eating her dinner, going, yes. Hmm, gross, liquefied bodies. Mm, nom nom nom. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I made, I was watching The Walking Dead from last night, and I made myself a sandwich, and I thought. I'm just going to pause The Walking Dead for a bit. I can't even eat a sandwich whilst walking. walking <laughs> Watching dead. Walking Dead. You know. uh, I've not seen this week's yet. I've got to. Uh, uh, yeah, I've not seen that. I'll have to watch that when I get back. Looking forward to it. But they're re-screening. Um, re-screening. Re-screening. I got to read yeah. the character. Um, yeah. Yes. No, they're, they're re-screening the indie films at the View. I think. Are they? Yeah. Cool. Uh, coming up in the next couple of months. Anything else that's on coming up then? We've got Thor and... It was Thor 2, uh, Gravity. And uh, Hunger Games. Catching Fire. Yeah. Um, Anchorman 2. Me. Me. The yeah. Feral. Yeah. The Counselor looks quite interesting. Indeed it does, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I, I just watched it. I for that. I was just like, what film is this? Because it's Cameron Diaz, Javier Bardem. Uh, Penelope Cruz. Penelope Cruz, Brad, Brad Pitt. Pitt. Michael Fassbender. Um, uh, what, the original trailer, the first trailer I saw of that, I went, God, that looks a bit, mm, I'm not sure if I, and then the second, second trailer that's been released, yeah. uh, I think it was today. Uh, uh, the second trailer, I think, was all, over the weekend. In the advance of Thor 2, so it was in the Thor 2 screen at the weekend. Yeah, it was, I was really, like, really, really that's, good. that looks amazing. Yeah. And, it's, and it's like, it's Ridley Scott as uh-huh. well, but I can go either way, because so, it does say... In the credits, in the in the advert, it says from the writer of Blade Runner and Prometheus. And I'm just like, rage quit. <laughs> <laughs> Whenever I see yeah. that, it's like it's a Pavlovian response to seeing their word anywhere now. <laughs> Yay! Oh. I just get so fucking angry. <laughs> so it looks quite interesting. Cool, yeah. Uh, a legal counsel who 
gets embroiled in the drug trade for his client. Mm. I think he's he's well aware of the business and mm. he's happy to get involved, but they play him and he goes all badly, all badly wrong. Bit, uh, yeah. yeah. I have now seen uh, The Blacklist and that's awesome. It's awesome, isn't it? Yeah. It's so good. That's yeah, I've, such I've a good show. Yeah, yeah. yeah, really enjoying yeah. that. That is one of the better shows to come from the new full season. Uh, I'd say the, one of the best returning shows, in my humble opinion, is Arrow. Oh, yeah. yeah Indeed. I am liking this season. Season two of Arrow. I've yeah. caught up now yeah. episode five, and it's wonderful. <laughs> That's all right. We'll just cut your phone out of this. Yeah. Did you not turn your phone off before you came in? It's rookie, silent. rookie mistake. It is. <laughs> well, okay. I'm not going to cut this bit. I was have we'll have you getting berated for putting your phone on. It's fine. <laughs> ah! <laughs> Other new ones. Dracula. You seen that yet? No, I haven't. Bit dull. I saw an IO9 mm. review for episode two where it's like Dracula buys. Uh, oh, kind of is so boring. I forgot what he buys. But it's just <coughs> some business deal for an well, energy. The first firm. one seems to be, yeah, because he, he keeps talking about Tesla and wireless electricity and stuff, and it's all just a bit weird. Mm. Right. So, yeah, yeah, not really sure what's going on with it at all, to no. be honest. <laughs> I'll have to give it a miss. I watched the first episode of Sleepy Hollow mm-hmm. on your recommendation. Um, not sold? I liked it, I could watch it, but. It wasn't a series that I just went and immediately watched the next episode yeah. of the next yeah, episode. Yeah. Uh, mm. Not like Supernatural or Arrow or mm. those sort of shows. Yeah. But still, it, it was good, I thought. I thought the pilot was good, especially. Mm. Uh, I think, um, uh, have you guys watched any uh, Ripper Street? Yes, yeah. yeah. I'm, I'm actually quite... I've, I've watched a couple um, from this season and I've gone... I actually really quite enjoying this. Yeah, it's, it's good. It's, yeah. it's good because uh, the, the first series was a bit hit and miss mm. from from. Uh, it's like that and Whitechapel are awesome. They are, yeah. So yeah, Rip, Rip Street, yeah. definitely, uh, definitely give that a watch. And... Elementary has been fantastic as usual. Yes, uh, indeed. Yeah, yeah, I need yeah, to catch up with that. I think That's... we watched like all five of them yesterday. Yeah, <laughs> I'm so glad that you guys put me onto that show. <laughs> <laughs> Initially, it was just the idea of an American Sherlock Holmes, but indeed, yeah, I, I, it, was, I, it wasn't even Lucy Liu as Jane Watson. That was never an issue, but it was just the whole it being in America. I had issues with it before I watched it, and and I really got into it and went, actually, you know, it's, it, it, it's okay. It, it, yeah. it, I can work with this. I can even forgive the Lucy Liu. <laughs> oh, I forgave that. I thought she's great. Um, yeah, it's a good show. I'm curious where they're going to go with Arrow, though. Because um, they are heavily foreshadowing the Flash. Yes, and, and they're also building up uh, Black Canary as they well. Are. So, yeah. It's, uh, yeah, it's it's looking really good, so yeah. I, I'm intrigued. Yeah. As are the are they going to expand it, do some spin-offs, or just completely go... Well, apparently... Leave it within within the Arrow confinement. Well, in terms of the wider DC universe, mm. uh, they're looking at Jamie Alexander, who is Sif in Thor mm. 2, to play Wonder, Wonder Woman, Woman in Batman vs Superman. Mm. Which is cool, because she's kind of needed for that story. If they're doing Dark Knight Returns story, she's needed. But maybe that'll be 
kind of an origin story for her as well at the same time, which would be a bit weird given the source material, but I, as long as it gets a Wonder Woman character mm. onto the big screen, finally. It'd be intrigued because I mean, there's, cause there's uh, still a lot that she can do in the Thor universe as well. Because there's the whole Loki gender bending storyline where basically he takes Sif's body. Yeah. So that would be her playing Loki, which would be kind of cool. I have a feeling that what they're doing with the Marvel Universe is that each of the characters is just getting three films. Because mm. this, the second Thor 2 is very much a continuation of, well, an ending of the one arc. Yeah, and a continuation for a, a, another film. Um, yeah, well, that, may, that makes sense. It's, it's, it's something that we've we've spoken about before, which is kind of just gradually cycling in new characters into yeah. the universe, which is cool. Cause I, I think that much as they were great, I think they did all the Iron Man movies too quickly. <laughs> but well, the second one especially, I I don't think the second one is as bad as most people say. The second Iron Man gets a lot of bad press, but I think it's an okay film. It's just nowhere near as good as the first. No. Um, and Whiplash was just done far too hastily. Hmm. But I can kind of forgive it that, because it, it works, but just not as well as the first one. Hmm. Um, in Iron Man 3 news, Ben Kingsley has filmed another Marvel one-shot. Apparently so, yeah. I called it. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. I did say that we would see more of the Mandarin and that yeah. the, the Terry actor character wasn't the real deal and there was something going on, but apparently they've done it to respond to fan outrage. I doubt that. I think if they're already planning Phase 3 movies, they'd plan something for the Mandarin far yeah. enough in advance. So yeah, but this one-shot I think will be on the DVD for Iron Man 3 or Blu-ray. No, that's out already, isn't that's it? That's out already, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it must be on the Blu-ray for, for... Either Thor, Thor 2 or something in the Thor future still. Ways. Yeah, and that's essentially... He catches up with Killich and Terry and tears them a new arsehole <laughs> <laughs> as the real Mandarin, which we all knew he would be there. And I think DVD for Blu-ray... Yeah, Blu-ray for Thor 2, that should be... Well, that's going to be like that's February, be, March. Yeah, so that's going to be the lead up for Winter Soldiers. Winter Soldiers, April, I think. Yeah. So, yeah. I think we'll see Infinity Gauntlet storylines and power rings starting to get pulled together now ahead of Avengers 2. Yeah, I, I, I guess Avengers 2 is Ultron, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ultron. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to yeah. say, because there seems little point in building up the Mandarin because there aren't going to be any more standalone Iron Man films. True. Yeah, so they're going to make well, they're going to make him an, a bad for Avengers, then I reckon. Possibly, yeah. Um, there are two, count them two, bonus scenes in the credits of Thor two. Mm. Yeah. Okay. One mid credits and one right at the very end. Cool. cool. The kind of worst they can run for. Kinda. Okay. Kinda. Kind of. <laughs> kind of. There's been some fallout about it already online because the the mid credit cutscene the big sort of setup for the next one sort of thing was done by well it was done by James Gunn mm. so you know what film it's seeding and it doesn't fit 
the mm. movie you've just watched. Right, okay. Um, it's very weird. And I'm having my I'm having a few doubts now. Okay. About Guardians because of it. But Okay. Well we'll we we'll discuss it more <laughs> when we've all seen when it. We'll see Indeed. It. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's that's all that's been from me this week. It's been kind of a quiet couple of weeks, to be honest. Well, there's, I mean, there's a, a load more kind of Doctor Who news came out in the last couple of days about the, the 50th, because we're three weeks away now. Um, yeah. And, yeah, I, again, Moffat sticking with this, that it's going to completely change the narrative of it ongoing. So I don't know what that means. I don't either. I hope he doesn't get, I hope he doesn't get too big for himself. Yeah. I hope he doesn't start thinking he's bigger than Doctor Who. Indeed. Because that would really kind of annoy me. Uh, but we'll see where he goes with it. I'm tempted to go see it at the cinema as well. Well, uh, yeah. Uh, I'm probably going to go see the 3D screening at the cinema. That would be cool. Unfortunately, I can't make it now. So uh, I'll just have to stick with watching it at home. <laughs> I, had to get the, I had to get the night off work for it. So. Cool. Because uh, uh, now on the the fiftieth celebration stuff, Peter Davison's been added to that now as well. <laughs> but I still I still won't get to see Tom Baker because we're going. He's only there on the Saturday, and oh, we're going on the Sunday, so we won't see Tom Baker. But you will see Peter Davison. Um, who else is going to be there for your Sunday? Uh, it's Peter Davison, Matt Smith. Um, is it Sylvester McCoy? I can't remember. Sylvester McCoy or Colin Baker? One of the two. So I, don't, I would take Sylvester McCoy every time. Well, yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> yeah, indeed. He's brilliant. He is awesome. <laughs> is Jenna Coleman going to be there? Uh, I don't know. Mm. I'm really not sure. Peter Cavardi? I don't think so. Uh, no, I don't think so. I want to see how he does on the convention circuit, because he's going to have to do Comic-Con next year. Yes, he Peter will, Capaldi yeah. at Comic-Con. That'd be quite interesting. I want to see how the fans react. Because I... I love the Nerd Machine panels. Mm. Um, we talked about this on, this on the Comic-Con episode. But that's the first... It's the only panel, really, where you see kids asking questions. And that's during the Doctor Who panel. Mm. Mm. So I want to see how they take to him as the Doctor. That'll be sort of like the yardstick by which he's measured. Like, if kids can buy into him as the Doctor, mm. then he'll, he'll be fine. Because there's no doubt in his acting pedigrees. Oh, okay, yeah, indeed. So... Unless, of course, my niggling suspicion turns out to be correct and it is all a smokescreen. I'm still on that. Until it comes out. Yeah. Yeah. Until the episode actually happens, yeah. I will have a niggling doubt. Fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. I don't think there was anything else. Apart from. All the um, Sandman being on special on comic. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm still waiting for issue one. It's due anytime soon. You can get the HD version of it. Yes, right but, now. But no, I've got the. Yeah, the actual paper physical copy yes. coming. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, but yeah, Comicsology's got it hmm. to to purchase Sandman in HD. Overture number one. I'm looking forward Indeed. to it massively. Uh, which cover? Uh, well, not the variant one, because the variant one you can only get somewhere in the States. You can't get it over here. Uh, uh, the comic book legal defence one you can't get over here. It's only 
going out to retailers who are affiliated with the Comic Book Legal Defence Fund. Because that's what the variant cover is. Okay. Because it was available uh, on, on Amazon for a short period. Possibly, well, Amazon it's, it's not well, available now. It, yeah. it says not available Amazon now. Amazon may well have been affiliated, but in, yeah. in, in the UK, uh, there are no comic book shops affiliated with because, the comic because book I was, I was fund. Up, unfortunately, I armed and armed about it too much so that um, they're out of stock at the moment. So. Mm. Of both. And it was a uh, choice A or B, and it was done by the same stockist. Right. Uh, uh, through, um, uh, through Amazon. Yep. Uh, I was quite excited to want to read that. But yes, it will be good to get the physical. Physical copy is always best. Yeah. yeah. I mean, there's been a load of kind of gadgety type news coming out recently, like uh, BlackBerry, uh, which I thought we were going to die, uh, yeah. have said that they're instead going to seek like a billion dollars worth of funding to yeah, relaunch stuff. Which is just bizarre because they've, I think they've posted nearly a billion pounds worth of a loss in the yeah, last exactly. quarter. Uh, wasn't there rumours that uh, they may be taken over by another? Well, they were going to sell to their biggest shareholder. Yeah, yeah. Um, but they announced that they weren't going to sell anymore. Right, and they're going to fire their head guy as well. Yeah. Moving forward, a which, very bizarre move. Yeah. It is. Yeah, just let it go. Let it go. Well, they're, they're, they're obviously they're not going to let it go because they were, you know, they, they were market leaders in terms of smartphones. It's just that they didn't roll with the changes. No, unfortunately, and the, and the Z10 was their kind of last gasp, and it didn't work. No, it didn't. So but they've got, they've again, got... the other weird thing on that is that they've just released BlackBerry Messenger on non BlackBerry devices. Yeah, on iPhone. Yeah. Yeah. The new iOS comes with BBM. Yeah, which is weird because that was the, <laughs> that was the one thing that BlackBerry had that no nothing else had. Oh well. And now it's gone cross-platform, which is just odd. No, well they've done a Nokia. They've sort of like not adapted and died off. Yeah, indeed. Because yeah. Nokia were a leading handset provider. They were. Yeah. 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 It's weird. I couldn't I couldn't imagine a time ten years ago when Nokia weren't leading the market in in, hand, in handsets. Good old Matrix phones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the thing is, if you kept yeah. it for too long, it just like shut off. The yeah. spring would break, and the top would just shoot up when you when you opened it. I still no! have mine. I had yeah. one. I still have mine. No, I broke mine. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, uh-huh. but it's like even now, I'm a huge Apple fan. But I can, I can. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I listen know. up, students. He likes apples. I know. Get back in your box. <laughs> Brayburn, so, Cox's, Orange Pippin, doesn't matter. But I can see Apple losing their market share to Google. They've already lost market yes. share to it. Android is like yeah. massively outselling. Indeed. iPhones. But I would never admit it. Like years ago, when I start when I when I adopted to the Apple. Many years ago. I just bought into the whole thing so yeah, you much. Did. <laughs> and I just refused to see them as anything other than market leaders. And when I was doing my dissertation, I was looking at cloud tech for music distribution. I did a lot of work on iCloud and and how they linked iTunes to it. And didn't really pay much attention to Google Play. But it wasn't around then because they were being... They're going back and forth with the labels at any at any rate. So mm. I always thought that those sticking points with the label discussions and the legal issues uh, would always mean that Apple would have that market. But now I think that Google Play with this new relaunch and the fact that they have played ball, Google realise that they're not too big. They're going to do it. They're going to be absolutely dominant. 
Yeah, yeah, I, th I think you're right. Because I, mean, I, I was massively early adopter on Google Play because uh, it was available in beta in the States for about two years before it got released here. Uh, and you could easily sign up to it by just using a proxy to the, the States, and you could sign up and have it on your... As long as you put the correct version of the app on your phone, it worked fine, because the British version of the app wouldn't allow you to upload your tunes or anything. So, yeah, because I think it's a brilliant concept. You can upload up to 20,000 of your own music tracks to it yeah. and then buy more later on to add to it. It's, it's been fantastic. It's meant that I've had access to my entire music collection anywhere I go, yeah. which is brilliant. Although in saying that, I'm now kind of moving a bit more towards Spotify because I got a Spotify premium with my phone contract. I love Spotify. Mm. I'm always on Spotify and I pay for it. Oh, yeah. I, I did pay for it, but now it's on part of my phone contract. Yeah. So. Free! No, it's not free. You're paying through, it, through part of your phone contract. Well, no, because my phone contract is the same as it was, and I'm now not paying £10 a month for Dropbox, for, uh, oh, okay. for Spotify. So it's free. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's, it's, you're paying the same amount? Yeah. Oh, OK. It's just been taken up by Vodafone, right? Yeah. Because so uh, I pay more for, for 4G, yeah. so I've, I've upgraded my contract to 4G and like huge amounts more yes. bandwidth. Yeah. But as part of that, you get yes the the, the Spotify, Spotify service premium for free. Yeah. I love it. I think it's great. It it, it is awesome. Mm. The only the only kind of niggles that I have with Spotify at the moment is it's not easy to find and play new music because I find their their genre stations are too limited in what they play, I'd like to be able to get a tune and start from there and go play me stuff that's like that. Yeah. Like I get from Last FM. Well the kind or of from is, Google Play. The kind of is. If you go into the artist biography, there will be oh, I'll Yeah, you. yeah, yeah. I, I know it, it, it kind of says similar artists, but there's no kind of auto playlist auto function. Like like the rabbit hole on Reverb Nation, you mean we just you just press that rabbit hole and it will just jump from yeah. Obscure yeah. that's what obscure Google yes. Play does it. You right-click on a song and you create an instant mix and it basically gives you 30 songs that are the same type of artist. There might be an app for it. You can get apps for Spotify as well, of course. So, All right, okay. I'll have to look into that. Um, cause, yeah, because I, I love it. That That's my only problem with it is it's not easy to just play a load of stuff I've not heard before. You actually have to keep going back and finding the artist and loading them up and playing them. It's just me being lazy, but <laughs> no, there, might, there might even be a Last FM app. Well, it definitely syncs with Last FM because it scrubbles from Spotify yeah. to Last FM. Personal, yeah, your Last FM app. Okay. So you just add that app. Personal recommendations based on the music you play. Well, there we go. Yeah. There you sorted. Go. Sorted. I will have to add it. Um, have you done sound drop rooms? No. Sound drop rooms are fun. That's where you can create an in, create like a, a listening room. You can invite people to it, and everyone can add tracks. So and you cool. can, they'll have yeah. sound drop rooms for different genres. So you just go and join the sound drop room and like see what people are adding to the to it. That sounds cool. So it does sound like fun. that yeah. is an app. You can get loads of apps, and then this tune wiki, which will scroll your lyrics up on the screen. So you cool. can turn your, turn yeah. your laptop into a karaoke machine. Yeah, well, that's why. Yeah, I've, I've got, got something similar XBMC to that. XBMC anyway. does that. Yeah, <laughs> and Music Match does it as well. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, music match, dear. Music X match. Ah, oh, music X. So yeah. I thought you meant music match, which is an old uh, MP3 player from way back when MP3 first came out. <laughs> music match jukebox. 
It's a desktop app. Now it's a lyrics catalogue that will just uh, sync to the, the track that's playing. It's got most of them. It hasn't got every song, mm. but it's got quite a lot of them. Sweet. Yeah. Well, I think my one's like Pimp My Music, but it, it's, it, it sounds really bad, but it's actually a very, very good app that um, free on uh, Google Play. It's brilliant for... Um, it brings up all the lyrics, but if you've got missing content um, or missing lyrics, uh, it'll give you info on it as well. It'll give you the album cover, mm. and it will automatically search for the, the appropriate album cover. Yeah, yeah, that's, yeah, that's what uh, yeah, a lot of the apps I use do that, especially yeah. XBMC. Yeah. It's that really well. And as we're on the subject of music, that segues nicely. Indeed it does. It does. Uh, and the following artist is actually on Spotify as well. Um, this week's musical lead is an artist called Jordan O'Shea. The track is called Liars and Liarbirds, and it is his new single. He runs... Uh, a record label in Oxford is actually getting a lot of press at the moment. It's a real sort of collaboration, sort of conglomerate of music and art as a label. It's called Bear on a Bicycle, and it's been nominated for a couple of awards for sort of up-and-coming record label too. So we'll chuck all the details for the label uh, and his music and all of his artists in the show notes. But this is the track. It's a real sort of stripped-back, chilled... Very mellow. Acoustic, very mellow. Um, kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, Secret Sisters and the Punch Brother tracks that were on the first Hunger Games soundtrack, which is yeah, pretty very cool. much so. Um, so yeah, enjoy it, and we will see you on the other side. Liar 
just a misleading foundling. So don't touch me. It was desperation, my dear. The letters all here. The birds they understand that I am a changing man. I get bored. I get restless. I get sick, I get reckless But as long as you understand That I am a changing man And welcome back, everyone, to uh, Nerd vs. World, episode 21, The Hunger Nerds Catching Fire. <laughs> and uh, here we are at the yes. moment. We, 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 are, we are joined at the moment by uh, the lovely Megan Hayes, live across from, uh, across the pond. Indeed. What's Hello. up, guys? Hello. How are you? I'm great. How are y'all? Very, very well, thank you. We're, we're Love stuck that. In... Hunger Nerds. Hunger Nerds. Perfect. You like it? <laughs> We're stuck in the in the bleak, dark UK, where I imagine it's a lot nicer where you are. Well, I mean, you can't. I just moved to Los Angeles three months ago, and you uh, you can't beat the weather. I mean, you just can't. It's rained twice since I've been here. Wow. <laughs> so yeah, it's pretty nice. It's rained twice today. So, anyways, yes. How, welcome to the show. How are you? Thanks for having me, guys. I'm really—I've been looking forward to this one for a while. So That's excited! Great. We've been looking forward to it too. It's great. So yes, oh. Hunger Games: Catch You Fire coming out. I think it's coming out here in two weeks' time. Two weeks it time. is. Yeah. Have you heard of it? I'm just kidding. Yes, we have. Yeah. <laughs> we've all seen the, the, the prequel. We've, we've heard of it. We've said the trailers are now hitting the TV at the moment, so yeah. we're, we're seeing quite a lot of the TV spots coming on now. And yeah, it's looking good. It does. It looks great. I can't wait to see it. Indeed. So, what, tell us your involvement in it. 
Um, well, I am one of the tributes. I don't know if you guys... Do you guys know the premise of the I don't know the, the premise next... of the second one. We know I've, I've seen the first one, but I wasn't sure what happens in the second one. Is it a whole new bunch of people, or is it... Well, the second one, it's um, previous survivors and winners, isn't it? That's right. It's previous victors. Yeah, so you're, you're a previous victor, is that correct? That is correct. I my my character has won a previous Hunger Games. So everybody in the in everybody who competes in the games in Catching Fire was a previous victor. Your character, can you tell us anything about it? Um she well my character's from District Six, which is the um transportation district, and she is um she's a morphling. So right. basically what that means is she is uh addicted to a drug called morph morphling which is similar to, uh, it's a painkiller. So she's got some issues, for sure, and she's, uh, that's kind of her deal. Uh, it's, it was a way to, morphling is kind of, was a kind of a way to um, help, the, help deal with the post-traumatic stress of, you know, the games and everything, and unfortunately, my character become, became addicted to the drug. Oh, yeah, didn't so. deal with it well, then. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, not, not so much. <laughs> Cool. I mean, because it, it, it looks like it's a kind of big action packedy thing. Is it? Is it lots of kind of running around with bows and stuff again? I'm hoping. I mean, <laughs> I personally, there's only one gal with a bow. You know. Sure. So. sure. <laughs> uh, okay. okay I, I don't know. Okay. So there's only one person with a bow. All right. Fair enough. Okay. You've never seen the movie or read the books, have you? <laughs> I've seen the first one. I've seen, uh, I've seen, I've seen okay. the movie. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We, we, we've all seen the first uh, movie, um, and a couple of our friends have read all the books. But uh, for the for the latest film, we we only know what uh, the press has released on it. So, oh, that's exciting! It is very much <laughs> looking forward to yeah. it. Oh, good! I can't. I love that you know nothing about it. That's going to be awesome. I'm ex I can't. You have to. Will you please let me know after you've seen it what you think? Can we oh, have absolutely. a talk? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Believe me, you'll you'll, you'll hear about it from us. Yeah. It's the kind of thing we don't stop <laughs> talking yeah. about. Try, try yeah. and stop us. <laughs> I can't wait. I dare you. Dare you. <laughs> well, that, that that's almost the premise of the show. Is we we go and watch something like that, and we just completely nerd out about it and rant about it for an hour and a half. <laughs> <laughs> yes. What was it like on set? Oh, any stories? Um, I can. I, what I can tell you about life on set was it was awesome. I everybody was so gracious and so kind and welcoming to me. It, it just felt like kind of a big family. And I, I have no. Yeah, everybody was amazing. From Francis Lawrence to Jennifer Lawrence, all the way down. Um, just the crew, the cast. I had a really wonderful time. It's. It couldn't have. It just could not have been a better experience for me. It was, it was a lucky bit of casting for you, wasn't it? Because they were actually in your hometown filming, weren't they? That's right. Exactly. They um they shot they shot part of it in Atlanta. Yeah, and I really I feel like I won the lottery with the role I got and the amount of time I got to be on set and just the the role itself was so challenging. I the, I just I really honestly feel like I won the lottery. Because I, I I did uh, did a bit of. Bit of cheating, Hunger Games cheating, and I looked on the Hunger Games wiki for, for oh, your cheater, <laughs> cheater, pumpkin eater. <laughs> <laughs> your character. I was, I was, I was curious how they were going to handle the morphling and the drug addiction in the film because it's, I think it's pitching a twelve A over here, so it's like a PG thirteen, I guess, in the states. Yeah. So it is. It's PG thirteen. Yeah. yeah. So how how much emphasis is there on the the use of drugs as an escapism from the from the trauma of the previous victory? 
Oh, well, you'll have to find out. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> See how I did that? See how I, I did? That See what I did this good, there? Yeah. That's okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> An excellent answer. It, it, it does seem to be some kind of a theme because uh, according to some other stuff, you've got another film coming out called Plus One. Oh, I knew it. Yes, let's talk about the theme. Yeah, don't, don't, yeah. <laughs> if, if Simon didn't, I was. <laughs> yes, I, it's my it was, it's my second drug addict. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Uh, plus one was heroin, right? I think it's meth. Meth. meth, meth sorry, yeah. meth. Yeah. Sorry, meth. Yeah. Get it right. Get it right. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I'll do, her- I'll do heroin next year. That'll be awesome. Oh, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> Just gradually you know, work your way through. It's ironic because I have literally done like zero drugs in my life and I'm playing these drug addicts, which is hilarious to me. So. <laughs> <laughs> Carefully, they get typecast. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's good typecasting. I mean, it's really fun. It's way more fun than, uh, you know... Well, it's just fun for me. Everybody has their thing they like to do, and I, I'm a character actress, so give, I love the challenge. Sure. Uh, there, there was something else that, that uh, I think it was you noticed on, <laughs> yeah, on the IMDb, and, and we had to ask you about Nun Cop. <laughs> oh my God! Yes, I love that. I love that you're asking me about Nun Cop. I, I thought it was. I just saw that. I just saw it, and I just went, "Oh, I'm gonna have to watch it. This is such an awesome concept." I was that oh my something. God. I love her. I miss her. I miss <laughs> Nuncop. <laughs> so, tell us about Nuncop. Okay. So, I like, you have no idea how you have endeared yourselves to my heart right now by asking about Nuncop. Um, <laughs> she, uh, well, I, did, I was on this uh, sketch comedy web series with Turner and Super Deluxe, I guess for about maybe a year and a half, two years. And, um, it was a news based uh, web, uh, web series. I don't know if you guys know the website FARC. Dot com. It's a news. Not it's a news website here. No, um, I only know it from 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 uh, reading through your uh, bio and, and okay. clicking oh. onto it. So, all right, stalker, I love it. Um, so, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's him. That's him. Yeah, you've met him then. Yeah, no, I love it. Um, so anyway, so the the nun cop, you know, so what the, what we did with um, the web series is everybody like we it was a news base. We would take a news story, a real news story, and then parody it in some way and um the real i think the real news story that nun cop was based on is that in the news like a bunch of nuns i can't remember it was like 50 went into hiding because they were in debt with that with with church money they had spent a lot of church money and they were in a lot of trouble so then the whole idea was okay what if there was a nun that fought that like did, you know did Vatican fought you know and fought for Vatican crimes and like was a sleuth and uh, and then I we kind of created that character and we were like oh well what if Meg what you know what if Megan plays this crusty nun who uh, you know it, I kind of I honestly it's like my bad Clint Eastwood impression have you seen <laughs> yeah yeah I, I, I saw that there's the bit with we were actually smoking in the habit and looking a bit uh, gruff and it was like that's yes, that's that's exactly. awesome. That really insane, appealed to me. Like, crass, vulgar things. Like, yes. I love when women, and, and I mean, who doesn't love a nun saying things like, suck my, you know, yeah. blank. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, feel free to swear on this podcast. I mean, yeah, we do. We do all the time. <laughs> I didn't know, whatever, but I do, like, I love women when women say things like, suck my dick and stuff, when they, like, about their male body parts they don't have. So, you know, we sure. kind of implement awesome. that in some cop. It's- but I, 
I love her. I miss that character so much. Like, she was so much fun to play. It sounds like a much more hardcore version of Father Dowling Investigates. <laughs> nice. <laughs> <laughs> Do you remember that show? I don't remember that show. You don't remember that show? It was, no. the, it was the dad from Happy Days. No. As a priest. Yeah. As a priest. And he had, a, 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 and he had a, kind of a nun sidekick. He was like a priest. But did, he was a priest that fought crime, right? That's yes, right. that's right, yeah, yeah. yes. How do you remember that? that? <laughs> yeah, Father Dowling Investigates. Happy Days. Yes. <laughs> yeah, I, I can't remember his name, but yeah, it's, it's the dad from Happy Days. <laughs> Brian Cranston did it, man, from a sitcom to hardcore. Absolutely. <laughs> well, there you go. It, you, you, you're following suit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying. <laughs> and in, in, uh, meth addict as well. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, oh, perfect. Let's all tie it all. It all goes back to Breaking Bad. That's it. <laughs> it does. It does. Uh, I, I take it you're a fan. Well, I just started it. I know uh, I'm like then, I'm probably the last person alive on Earth that has uh, just started watching it. But yeah, it's pretty amazing. No, yeah, there, there, there's loads of people that are watching it now, and it's really cool because uh, knowing what happens, I uh, just watching people's faces. I'm like, oh, you have all this ahead of you, and it's so good. Oh yeah. Yeah, I, I'm really excited. I just wa I actually just ju speaking of TV shows, like starting late in the game. I just watched like all of se season one of Orange is New the New Black. Oh, that really? show yeah. was awesome. <laughs> oh my god! Can I please, y'all? If you can just do something to get me on cast on that show, I will pay you a million dollars. I'm not kidding. <laughs> I'm obsessed with that show. <laughs> that show is incredible. It is. I love yeah. it. It is. We'll just it inundate is. Netflix. Yeah, until just they have to go banging on the, on the door of yeah. Netflix. Just, well, just tweet Netflix. Netflix. Don't they need another drug addict? I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> That's right, I'm just it's got, saying um, that out there. Pitching it, that out there. <laughs> it's Janeway in that as well, isn't it? Yeah. Yes, it is, yeah. Uh, Kate Mulgrew. Kate Mulgrew. Yeah. Oh, God, she's great. She's, she's great. Kate, she plays uh, Red. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Her, I, I thought for sure, I mean, I know she's not Russian, but, like, her accent is so good. So good. So I had something on my brain there. It's completely gone now. That happens to me all the time. <laughs> I, have, I have that effect on men, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> so it's not they just me being stupid. Marvellous. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I, I, I just getting my brain back in order again. I think you left it in your coffee. I think I did. Too much caffeine. I think I stole it from your head. Yeah, <laughs> it's going. So we've done, done non-cop, and if that's fair, right? Yeah, yeah we had to go for non-cop. Indeed. That's so, I, you have no idea. You're like, I, I'm so in love with you guys for bringing up non-cop. You have no idea. <laughs> <laughs> can, can, we, can you get the whole thing online or something? Yeah. yeah. I think you can. I think there's one or two on YouTube. Yeah, there's only, we only did two episodes. So there, there we go. Not, so yeah, those are the two. We'll put, then that'll be it then. <laughs> we'll put the links in the show notes. Yeah. Yes, we'll, we will. We'll root out the links and we'll post links to it so people can, can yes. enjoy Nuncop. Awesome. <laughs> Yay. Now, the, the other interesting question that I had that I wanted to ask you is a Star Wars related one. Oh, good. Oh, yes. Okay. Because <laughs> I, I read something that you refuse point blank to watch the prequels. Is this know, true? Is that terrible? <laughs> is that terrible? Oh, well, I don't. Is, uh, is it true? It is true. I and I I know you're gonna judge me for that, but I am. I just love. I, I can't even. The, I just can't. I just can't. And everyone says I gotta watch them, but I I'm a I'm kind of a purist. No, I totally I, love I, you for it because I spent 15 years waiting for them to come out and was massively disappointed. Right. 
And you go to tie it all in. I know we got to get to the movies soon, but I mean, you know, I know we are not at the movie part yet, but you know, friggin' Empire is in my top five. Ah, of course it is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, come on, people. <laughs> <laughs> so. Indeed, of course it is. No, I mean, because I think I think it's great that you haven't watched it. It, uh, it must have taken such presence of will to not watch them. Yeah. Well, and I heard, you know, I have just heard from people that. It was they were disappointing and I just like it is just a, such an epic special has you know the, the first three. Yeah, yeah. And we all know what the first three are. It's Star Wars, Empire, and Return of the Jedi. Yeah. Yeah. And like not the prequels. So those are just they're they're such a an important part of my heart. I just couldn't I just can't. So then, you know, I heard not great things and then I was just like, you know what, I'm not gonna do it until someone says you just absolutely have to do it, I'm not. Yeah, I, I I utterly applaud you. I think if anything, yes. uh, I would say yeah. Episode one was rubbish, trade blockades and stuff that's just nothing to do with Star Wars. Episode two was a love story between a puppet and Natalie Portman. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and the third one was all right, and it's worth watching the fight between Anakin and Obi Wan and then turn it off. Yeah, pretty much. That's what that's what everybody says to see the third one. Yeah, well, I, like, I wouldn't even say watch the whole sure. of the third one. I'd just, say watch, just the, watch the last, the last twenty hour. minutes and avoid okay. the last five because they're atrocious. Oh God! I see. I can't. It, it will. It, I think it'll break my heart. This yeah. is why I don't yeah. do it. No, no, fair play. I, I say stick to it. So, what what are your thoughts on the next three? Oh, I don't know. I mean, I don't. I'm nervous. What are What are your guys' thoughts about it? Well, I mean, we're, we we've kind of got <laughs> around the houses on this a lot. We right? have. We're kind of happy. Well, I, I was happy with who was writing it, Michael Arndt, because yeah, he's the he's guy not who was anymore. doing Toy Story 3, but he's pulled, but he's out, pulled now. out of it. Cause now oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, now J.J. Abrams Brimson. is writing it yeah. himself, so that just stinks of So he's directing, and, uh, yeah, he's so directing and, uh, and writing it. We're yeah. not sure about that, because we, we had the big conversation of, well, J.J. Abrams has done Star Trek, and if he does Star Wars in the same way, is it going to be too similar? I mean, that's. A, I think that's a fair concern right mm. i mean i'm nervous it, i mean any of it makes me nervous and we also didn't want star wars turning into the search for the MacGuffin. <laughs> it, it seems to be an ongoing theme of jj abrams yeah. films is the search for the MacGuffin, and it tends to be squishy <laughs> red MacGuffins. <laughs> yeah i think i think the main concern is that star trek and star wars are two very different sci-fi universes and if one person gets their hands on both of them that they're going to be similar. Yeah. Right? Exactly, yeah. So that's, that's yeah. our concern. Oh, and God, how, how crap is it going to be with lightsabers with lens flare? Oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> don't even, don't even. <laughs> like, not even in fun. <laughs> seriously, dude. <laughs> but I would, I would give anything to be in your position, Megan, and be free of the character of Jar Jar Binks and just be completely well, unaware exactly. of it. Exactly. You know, Exactly. Yeah, I think if we could go through and scrub that bit out yeah. of our memories, then we would. <laughs> we all would, yeah. Yeah, if I, yeah. If I could eternal sunshine myself from anything, <laughs> it would be episode one to three. I know, I know. So yes, anyway, as we're on movies, have you got? Uh, have you got five films to add to our list? Okay, I do, and I have to. I have to tell you guys. I'm sure I'm not the first person to say this, but this was hard to come up with five. It's, actually, it is. It's really, really tough. And when your brain starts on one, it goes down a track, and it's just like, oh, oh god. 
Yeah, it's like I started going down like this romantic comedy and I can name five also. But anyway, because I'm a girl, but um, I have I'm looking at my list right now. And I had it narrowed down to seven. So I guess I'm going to have to kill two darlings as we're ch- chatting. So yeah, um, indeed, you've got to make the hard choice. OK, so we got Empire Strikes Back is in there. And this is in no particular order, right? No, that's sure. Yeah, that's no. fine. No. Um, OK, now. Uh, OK, some of these are just, you know, there's I'm not even going to make a disclaimer. Okay, I'm going to add to the next list, to my list, Young Frankenstein. Awesome. awesome. Yeah, <laughs> Mel Brooks. Good call. <laughs> right? Yeah. yeah, that, yeah. We're, I can't, we were talking about that the other day because uh, we, we ended up on a best Mel Brooks film. Mm. And that, that, that was, it was that, Blazing Saddles and Space Wolves were the three that we were Space arguing about. And the producers, come on, guys, that's a good Mel Brooks too. Well, that's that's what sparked up the conversation because my my, my neighbour lent me the DVD of the producers, and I haven't actually watched it yet, and I really wasn't that's going great. to. But is is it worth it? Oh, it's fantastic! It's All fantastic. Right. But I do think that Young Frankenstein and Blazing Saddles are the top two, in my opinion. And I love Spaceballs too. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> you, you have to. <laughs> yeah, everyone you have loves to. Spaceballs. But, and also, I saw Young Frankenstein as a child. And it just was such a pivotal, like, it, I, I feel like it contributes so much to, like, my sense of humor and, mm. you know, and just it, it I, 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 te- I say that it changed my life. And so <laughs> I love it. Cool. Okay, God, you're making, this is killing me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at my list right now. I'm making, so okay, Empire, my, Young okay. Frankenstein. Okay, so I got three more. All right, I'm going to go, okay, this is a, I, I think if I have to like pick a one and only favorite ever, I always say this, Amadeus. Wow. wow. All right. Yeah. Left field. Good Tom Hulls. Great film. Yeah. It's, I just love everything about that movie. It's just the music, the story. It's just, I think it's an incredible, incredible film. And I've loved it since I was a kid. So yeah, so I remember watching it. It's very sad as I recall. It is. It's really sad. <laughs> but also really, really funny too. Yeah, because oh, Mozart is portrayed as such a vulgar, his laugh, hilarious, he's hilarious. Oh, I love that. that. That's I love that. That's awesome. What's the what's the guy that played Salieri? What's he, what was his name? Abraham. Yes, F. that's him. Yeah, he won the Academy Award for Best Actor. Yeah, yeah, that, right, was, yeah. That, was, that was an awesome, uh, awesome. Oh, movie. he's so good. He's so good. I just love the whole story and. Uh, I'm a, I'm a big, I'm, always, I'm really, what fascinates me a lot too, and I guess this is one of the reasons why I like this movie, is when people are like geniuses and, and how I, I like how they come up with things. Like we're the seed of an idea for anything. So that end, that scene at the end where he's composing and Solieri's dictating and Solieri's writing down his composition, hmm. you know, as he's dying and to me, just watching that, how Solieri just can't keep up with his brain. I just find things like that so fascinating. Yeah. So I put that on my list. Cool. Oh, God. It's getting harder, gentlemen. Two left. Two left. <laughs> and I've got, okay, so. Um, uh, I can't get one honorable mention. <laughs> just well, we, we, can always, we can always chat about the ones that didn't make the cut. <laughs> Okay, that's good. That's good. That's good. Okay, so here's my next one then. I'm going to go with Raising Arizona. Cool. Okay, yeah. yeah. Uh, Nick Cage. Yeah, well, I'm a huge Coen Brothers fan. Ah, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. So, and I think that's a, I love Holly Hunter. I think that yeah. movie, it's very quotable. I, I quote it, I think my roommate and I quote it 
almost every day <laughs> in just our regular life. <laughs> so cool. I, I'm kind of like that with the crow and a few other films. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But and I, I just love it's you know the old. It's an older old school Coen Brothers movie, so it's just fantastic. Yeah. Um, and I, you know, what else I love too about that movie is you know I'm you know I'm from Georgia. I'm being Southern, and I love how articulate. Um, he, the, the Coen brothers make the Southern characters in that movie. Cause you know, oftentimes the Southerner gets stereotyped as being stupid or ignorant, which I'm not saying that that's not true sometimes, <laughs> but you know, but I love that, you know, Nicholas Cage's character is this very, I know he's from Arizona, but he's a very kind of a rednecky kind of guy and he's very articulate. Yeah. I mean, they do that with George Clooney and, uh, Oh brother, where art thou too? Yeah, yes. Yeah, I love that. The writing of that is incredible. Oh, God, here we go. And last one. <laughs> okay, but then we have to talk about the two that didn't make That's it. That's fine. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah. we'll do that. <laughs> okay, The Apartment. Oh, that, that's actually one I haven't I've seen. I've come across that one. No. Have you not? Are you, have you come across that one? I've, I've seen it a long time ago. Okay, well, yeah, you'll have to tell us more because two of us are in the dark here. Oh, perfect. Okay, well, you know, it's a Billy Wilder film, and I love I love Billy Wilder movies. I'm a huge fan. Um, it's Jack Lemmon, Shirley MacLaine. Yeah, yeah. Jack, they're incredible performances. It's I would, I would say the perfect romantic comedy. Um, I think it came out in 1960, and it's just basically about this schlub of a guy who works at an insurance company, and he has an apartment and so he starts offering in it certain it starts inadvertently but then he starts offering the key to his apartment to um higher ups in his firm to uh as a as a place to take the other women in their lives uh and so because of that he starts working his way up the corporate ladder in a very very shady way and um of course he falls in love with one of the um women who is taken to the apartment and he you know, it's 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 so good it's, and jack lemon is at his absolute finest in that movie i think he's so funny and lovable and shirley mclean is just absolutely adorable it's really a perfect movie yeah okay well that's, that's one we're gonna have to watch then yeah. this is what i like about doing these lists is every once in a while someone comes up with one that we know nothing about it, it's oh a, please watch it. it it's a really good um Oh God! There's nothing on on TV. Uh, what the hell? Oh, and you can just sit down and really absorb into it. From what I remember, you can you can just really just sit down and go, phase out all the crap that's going on around you, and just go, yay! This this is a really, it's 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 harsh as well. Going through it's it, I'm not going to say too many spoilers for the other guys, but uh, it, there's it, there's a little bit of harshness through there. But then again, it's comeuppance for how he's gone about the corporate ladder no that you know that and i you're absolutely right it's, it's very there is are some very dark parts of it and i'm a huge fan of things that have kind of a dark yeah. flavor and humor to them that's why i like i love wes anderson movies because mm, yeah. i think his stuff is so dark and twisted and hilarious and hence yeah. empire strikes back of course <laughs> <laughs> and um but yeah and also i would say yeah, if people ask me a Billy Wilder movie to say. I know the obvious one is Some Like It Hot, which is, don't get me wrong, and a hilarious movie. I love that movie too. But I, I think The Apartment is my favorite of his films. Uh, so, yes, that's that's your five. So you, you had two on there that didn't quite make the cut. Go on then. 
I did. So can I just tell you the two? Because it was it was like killing children. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I, I don't know if you guys realize, but I'm experiencing like Sophie's choice over here. <laughs> oh, indeed. <laughs> um, okay, so the two that didn't make the cut, but also two of my all-time favorites, the Holy Grail. Oh, oh fantastic. <laughs> I mean, come on. <laughs> yeah. And even the Holy Grail just for that one scene with... Uh, <laughs> You know, the come see the violence inherent in the system. Like yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'll be depressed. <laughs> oh, bloody peasant. There's the giveaway. <laughs> That's a quality And film. then um, Magnolia is another favourite of mine. Mag- ah, yeah. yes, yeah. Uh, that That's probably one of my all-time favourite uh, Tom Cruise performances in that film. Oh, it, it's by, it is my favourite Tom Cruise performance. Yeah, that's an excellent movie. I just, I, I love just how the stories intertwine and the, the characters in it are amazing. And it's like a, a, the acting in it is a, absolutely incredible. And also Paul Thomas Anderson, I would say, is one of my favorite current filmmakers. Yeah. I think his work is, I love, every, I mean, I love Punch Drunk Love and I know a lot of people do not like that movie, but I love it. And a lot of people don't like Magnolia either, which I find interesting. No, it's, I, I think it's because... It, the realism of it, I think. And there's some very surprising choices of of actors playing very different characters to what they normally play. Oh, absolutely. I mean, but I also, again, in Magnolia, like one of my favorite things in, in a, a character is watching someone who equally offends me and makes me laugh at the same time. And Tom Cruise does that in the, in his, uh, you know, his, um, when he's talking to the guys doing his, you know, respect the cock, tame the cunt thing. Indeed, <laughs> yeah. His, his motivational speaking. It's, it's so offensive and it makes me laugh so hard. I love it. It's just <laughs> so the kind hard. of thing that when, when you see, you, you have this opinion of Tom Cruise and to see him doing that, it just completely blows everything away. It's great. He's fantastic in it. Oh, and he has that meltdown and throws the the, the table aside yeah. it's just fantastic no, awesome so, yeah. film oh yeah they, they were tough ones to cut out yeah, yeah. I don't know yeah. how you cut Holy Grail <laughs> I, you know it was it was I was down to the apartment or Holy Grail and it was really hard because again the Holy Grail like it, that's that is such a movie that it, I grew up with you know it's a pivotal to my childhood I mean I remember my stay my brother is like eight you know seven years older than I am and I remember staying up way past my bedtime as a child and he was him and him watching it you know on tv and i was like too little to understand any of the humor and that rabbit yeah. scared the <laughs> shit out of me <laughs> absolutely terrified yeah. me <laughs> bring the holy hundred grenade of antioch Oh, I know the holy hand no breakfast cereals <laughs> yeah Genius! Oh, yeah, that's yeah, good choices. I, mean, I, I, I think we wholeheartedly approve. Yeah. When I when I was in high school, we used to have Monty Python parties, and people like and that sounds really crazy. I know, but we would, everybody would come over to someone's house, and we would watch, you know, Life of Brian or Meaning of Life or The Holy Grail and quote it, and yeah. No, it's got, I, when I was at school, I got the there was a book that they released, which was uh, essentially all the sketches, the scripts for them. Uh, oh yes! From Flying Circus, and uh, about two or three years in my high school, we did sketches from that. Just like two or three of them. Brilliant. Oh, which ones did you do? Um, we did the lumberjack sketch. Perfect, love it. Um, we did the parrot sketch, of course. Oh yeah, 
Of course. Did you do the argument sketch too? That's a classic. No, uh, the other one was Ministry of Silly Walks. Oh, that's right. Yeah. That's great. I did oh, that on most nights out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I really, I really, truly attribute Monty Python and Mel Brooks, and I would probably say old Saturday Night Live and Carol Burnett to like what yeah. molded my sense of humor. Yeah, you know, yeah. that that comes across. That that epitomizes nicely Nuncott there. Oh, thank if, you. God, if you that's think a about, if you think it, where you've just gone through all your films and all your loves and and all your your directors and and your favourite actors that you've just been describing and and the, the, what you've grown up with, that that's almost epitomised in Nuncup. If it, that those little quirky points from all of those shows kind of really do tie you together there. Oh God, thank you. I really take that as a huge compliment because I really love all that comedy so much. Mm. Did you ever come across a radio show called The Goon Show? No. Should I? Yeah, you should. It's like, it's a radio play done by Peter Sellers and Spike Milligan, so the real sort of stalwarts of British comedy. Oh my God, I want to listen to this. This sounds amazing. If you can find something, I'm sure it'll be online. Uh, I'll try and dig something up and see if I can find something, but... They were hilarious. And like, if you oh, like, I gotta listen to that. That sounds awesome. I'm a huge Peter Sellers fan too. Being there is just love that movie. Yeah. If you like that comedy, you'll you'll love the Goon Show. Oh yes, please like post if you find. I'll look it up too. But if you find anything I should listen to or in particular, like please post it on Twitter and I'll give it a whirl. Absolutely. Sure. I also. Of course, was a huge Faulty Towers fan. Oh, oh, just about to say, that's <laughs> <laughs> I know, right? So it, funny. It's one of those things that because there's only what is it something like six or six or ten episodes yeah, of that? Yeah, that's like one season. Yeah, and it's it, not a lot. It's not a lot. And everybody just thinks it ran for years and years and years, but it's just one of those things that Constantly there was only repeat. six episodes of it. No, yeah, it was not. There's not a lot. Freaking Manuel and that. So funny. <laughs> <laughs> Cool. cool. Okay, I think that that's about us, us getting to a close here for the second half of the show. Well, this has been lovely, guys. I had a really enjoyed chatting with y'all. It has been lovely. It's been, it's been thank so you. much fun. Yeah, thank, thank you so you. much for coming on the show and uh, and giving us your films and and uh, we shall look forward to seeing you in in the Hunger Games. I promise you'll be in touch once you see the movie and let me know what you think. Oh, Absolutely. Yeah. Of course yeah. we will. Awesome. Yeah. I can't wait. <laughs> yeah, 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 if you're ever over over this side of the pond, come in and see us. Oh, that's that's a definite. That's absolutely gonna. You know, I've never, I've been, I've never been to London. I've only, I've been to Scotland, and it was a really long time ago. So I would love to get over there. It's on. Are we gonna have meet for a pint? Absolutely. absolutely. Yeah. yeah. So we're we're yes. in Oxford, so we're just a bit a bit north of London. London but perfect. Cool. Yeah, okay. Well, cool. thank you once again for coming on the show, and yeah, Scott, it's, it's been awesome. a pleasure having you. You're awesome, guys. Have a great day. Thank, thank you. you. Thanks you very much. Thanks so much. Bye. 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 So thank you for listening. I've been Brendan. I've been Spindles. And I've been 80. Until next time, take care and be excellent to each other.